0: Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here's your host, Director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, thank you guys for joining us. I hope that you had a
1: wonderful Thanksgiving and I hope that you're looking forward to Christmas. I know that this is a tough time for people who have lost family or they're alone or maybe they're in a facility in the hospital and these become very difficult times and they're exacerbated by the fact that in hospitals, they're not allowed to let you come in and visit because of the COVID uh, pandemic. But you know... Even though we have lost people, even though we may not be with family this year, even though we may have a lot of difficulties, the one thing that we can rally around is those of you that are in Christ Jesus, those of you that know him as your Lord and Savior, you may be in tears and your heart may be broken over a loss, but there is a joy that goes beyond beyond all understanding when you are in the Lord. People don't understand us very well. They they see us in tears, and yet we can talk about joy because joy is deeper than just happiness. It's Happiness rides and falls on the wave of, of the moment. But true joy in the Lord comes, it stays, and it never departs from you, no matter how bad your situation might be. I have experienced over the years a great deal of loss at times, but I've also had a, a great deal of times when things were very festive and happy. But throughout that all, in Christ is joy. And so for this holiday season, my my prayer is really that, that you will find joy, and that joy comes from the Lord. Uh, the mission this time of year, we've been decorating and doing all the things that we need to do, to brighten up our little corner of the world so that the homeless people out there can see the bright lights because the area, and I've talked about this before, the area of the mission is not exactly a brightly lit uh, neighborhood. It's more of an industrial or commercial area with the police station right across the street from us. And so we decorate the mission to remember that uh, our Lord, our Savior, We celebrate on the 25th of December the birth of our Lord. Many people will say, yeah, but he wasn't born on December 25th. That's probably very true, but that's not the point. The point is that's what the early church picked to celebrate the birth of Christ, to supersede or to supplant, I guess I should say, uh, some pagan holidays that went on. It was not corrupted by the pagan holidays. And so it's it's a matter of the heart. If I have a crystal sitting in my house and I like it because of the pretty lights that it puts out and I'm following Christ, there is no foreign God there. If I'm channeling the spirits through it, yes, it becomes a foreign God and an idol. But at any rate... I have a good friend of mine who is also a co-worker, laborer in the field. He's the Assistant director of the Union Gospel Mission. He has been there many more years than me. He's been there for about thirty five thirty six years and um he is uh, showing no signs of running out of steam. so you know i'm kind of I'm kind of <laughs> looking at him he's yeah. He's a little younger than me, and so if yeah. he runs out of steam, I'm in trouble. A whole six months. A whole six months. Right. That's right. Well, you know, yeah. hey, means well, something, huh? When you were, <laughs> when I was 16 and you were 15 and a half, brother, yep. it meant something. It meant
2: something. That half, that half year, adds adds to the the status of where you're at. But you see, it's older, not younger, though yes 16 16 15 15 and a half half. yeah Yeah.
1: so but let me ask you a question you've been around the mission for a long time how do the holidays actually affect our guys on our 24-man program and by the way when i say on our 24-man drug and alcohol recovery program we don't always have 24 men sometimes it's it's 15 18 20 22 sometimes there's a waiting list so when i refer to the 24 man drug and alcohol rehabilitation program i'm not saying we have that many right now i'm just it's just a generic term so steve you you've been around a long time around the mission and and i have too and i've seen what goes on so tell me a little bit of the and you were at the mission once as a yes, I was as guest a, as, a, <laughs> as a guest and
2: as a program member.
1: So, what are the um, holidays like when you're away from family? It, you're addicted to drugs. And yeah,
2: it's it's you know a lot of the guys um, are separated from their families because of their, their past actions, and uh, sometimes they're not you know um, um, asked to be around at that time because of their you know, you know because of the circumstances that um, they caused them to be. Separate from the family, so there's some that are um, just uh, feel bad because they can't be with them. Sometimes they do have family, but they're they're further away and they can't. You know, they different town, different area, and so it's 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 a varied of uh, um, uh, different uh, emotions going on. Some some really feel it. Some know, you know, hey, this is the way it is right now, and you know, I need to, you know, just to concentrate on what I'm doing. But a lot of them affected, affected affect them and you know just being around families celebrating with family with their kids and so yeah it could be very trying and uh, some some guys kind of even isolate themselves and sometimes they even feel so bad that they just leave and try to try to make that connection again or just leave because it's just too much for them to handle and where they're at which is you know it's it's not the thing to do but that's what happens when their focus is you know is being being uh, swayed because of, the, of their emotions
1: absolutely I, I agree with you i've seen that many times at the mission where the grief of being alone uh, just overwhelms them and even though you would think well okay but if you leave you're going to be more alone but what happens is they leave and they go use and they go use right. and to mask that pain right but at the mission uh we do things to try to make it more holiday and cheerful around there for even the guys, right?
2: Yeah, you know, we we're doing that for some time, but the last ten years or mm-hmm. so, even more so. I like where we put the lights around the, the administration building and, yeah. and you know, really and you know, the trees and decorate inside the, the uh the uh, chapel mm-hmm. and you know, that really makes it festive and makes it you know that we're family. You know, we try to make it we are a family, you know, yeah, and, and exactly. this is uh this is our uh, you know holiday that we're 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 sharing together with the men in the program with even with our our guests when they come in as much as you know with staff and and mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing so we try to make it you know inclusive hey you know we're we're worshiping Christ together and we're celebrating this birthday together
1: yeah i mean you know we have just been through thanksgiving in which we would hand out food boxes to families that needed to get a turkey with all the fixings and everything to try to give them a holiday kind of like the traditional ones we always see on TV and few really experience. But, and then uh, as we come up to Christmas and we have the, you know, we have the Thanksgiving day and the Christmas uh, dinner and stuff for the homeless folks or who we call guests and then for our program guys, we get them Christmas gifts each year. And right now, I think Tim is in charge—not me, but our cook <laughs> is also named Tim. Tim. Yes. And uh, by the way, the person out there that that was so impressed because I not only run the mission but cook the meals—it <laughs> was a different Tim. But thank you for thinking I could do <laughs> you could all, do all that. of that. Right? <laughs> uh, no, different Tim. Both we'll be talented. Yeah, it would be challenging, wouldn't it? But uh, the the mission has been around a very long time, and we try to do the very best we can to get these guys to f- feel like they're, they're at least wanted and cared for during the holiday seasons. And we also allow them, if they have families and they want to get together and their families are okay, we will allow some of the men who are uh, blue badges, right, to... Uh, to go to their families for Thanksgiving and then the other half at Christmas, right? Isn't that um, how it works?
2: Uh, how it works is that um, they have to pick uh, either One Thanksgiving is it? or Christmas. And, and the green badges can go also. Oh, okay. Those who are past the red badge stage have been there a month and they have, you know, uh, fulfilled all the requirements. They, the only difference is that blue badges who have been four months or more at the mission and done all the required uh, work, um, they um, they can have an overnight if if uh, if that's a, a something that you know that is possible for them to do with family and those green badges they can uh, stay out until 1030 30, right yeah. so th- that's the difference but they do have to pick one or the other so that yeah. we won't deplete you know what's going on um, in the mission as far as helps concerned
1: so let me ask you a question Steve you mentioned the fact that the green badges can have to come back by 1030 what why is it that we get concerned about a green badge staying out overnight?
2: <laughs> because they really haven't really got their their feet really I mean if they're planted. got yeah, planted. I mean they're 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 on their way. But a lot of times when if we if that happened that sometimes they don't come back. They get to do where they're where they're at and they think, Oh well I'm you know, I can handle this now, and and so I don't yeah. really have to come back at this time. I I got it all. You know, I got all the necessary tools, but it's not it's not quite there yet.
1: No, and then when you get into a party type atmosphere, yeah. of family, right? Okay, mm-hmm. let's assume it's family. There's going to be people there, and and that may be drinking. There may be some other people, maybe even doing drugs or yeah. whatever, and to place a man who's like Steve said doesn't have his feet firmly planted it's a dangerous thing yeah. and so we're not doing that because we don't want them to have fun we we do that because we want them to come back we want them to go through the program recover mm-hmm. and be the men that they should be to their families right. and even for themselves right. right Stephen?
2: Yes sir even we have some that say you know well I would love to be able to do that but I have my family members do this they I know they 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 take drugs and they drink a lot and I don't want to really be around that, you know. I mean, you know, I probably could maybe handle it, but I don't want to, you know, test myself in this. It's not where I want to be. And, and, yeah. And I can understand them doing that. That's a that's a, you know. That's a sign that's of maturity. A, exactly. And uh, we do have men that that, that um, profess that and say, well, you know, I'll just be around the mission and we we, Tim, the cook.
1: The cook. I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the uh, uh kitchen supervisor really really uh, puts on a good spread and and we have movies and you yeah. know and festive activities you know so they they are not we try to not make it a humdrum you know uh, event uh, Tim doesn't anyway he really he really um, helps them to really celebrate you know the holidays and and particularly Christmas so uh, nobody really misses out but I can understand being want to be with you know with family members that you grew up with but you have to be just have to be careful about who you're going home to
1: yeah we take the we we go to a restaurant um and we take the staff but we don't just say oh okay well the staff are going no we we also get our program guys as many as can and then steve and i after the holidays anybody who misses out on that we'll take them individually uh, and and show them a, a you know a good time as far as yeah. just it sounds like a little thing, but it's not a little thing to them. No, it is.
2: They're very appreciative of that. But we do have to use, have a skeleton crew to you know for business of staff and, and program. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's not just yeah it's staff also that you know because we still have people that come. And we have mail coming in. We have people who want to drop off. Um, um, uh, clothes and, and mm-hmm. other uh, um, sometimes kind pies of, yeah, and stuff. Yeah exactly food and kind goods yeah. so had to have somebody there to receive them so.
1: Yeah and uh, I think that one of the things that hinders a person's recovery is that feeling of isolation and that nobody cares and so if we can assure these guys and mean it that we really do care and we are caring about them at the holidays, and we're caring about them after the holidays. I think it means a big deal to them. Oh, yeah. Uh, sometimes a hug. Yeah, know, you're thinking these guys on your program, wait a minute, man, these guys are pretty tough guys. Well, not all of them, but some of them are pretty tough, but you know what? Uh, there's very few of them that can't use a hug or an arm around the shoulder right. or, or a g- uh, hey you did a great job right. on oh. this. Maybe it's the only time in their life somebody ever said you did a great job. I don't know, but um Stephen, there was a time when you were for a little while anyway out on the street and you were you had your problems with drugs and alcohol and everything. How isolated, and you had a good family. You had a family that raised you right and loved you and all that kind of stuff. So how isolated at the holidays did you personally feel away from your family and out on the street?
2: Yeah, um, you know, especially my family's from the East Coast, so yep. it was not me like, well, let me go visit them. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't happening when I was um, on the streets, but um felt very alone. Uh, but, you know... Uh, yeah, very alone, and if uh, I didn't have an actual place to be at, um, be living, is just one of one of the most devastating feelings in the world is not having a place to call, to lay your head and say this is my house or this is my home and this is my dwelling place. That you have to figure out where you're going to be, mm-hmm. and and with who, or with not, then you know, how am I going to, you know, just be somewhere. And and ride out the night till the morning comes, yeah. and do it all over again. And it's just it's devastating. It it hurts mm-hmm. really bad. And some people, they get at least on the outside it looks you know that you know this is my life and that's the way it is. And they get comfortable doing that. Most people don't, and I surely did not.
1: Yeah, most of those people, even the ones that on the outside appear to be hardened by it, they still get that. Yeah. Interval thoughts, if you hear it, mm-hmm. you know,
2: that they're wanting to be, you know, in a place that's they can call their own, you know, be it rented or bought or whatever. Whatever the case you, is. At the end of the day you get to go to and feel secure and safe and warm and uh or cool depending on the
1: Yeah. The, no, I know, get it. The I season.
2: Get it. So yeah, it was it was it was terrible feeling and um um I'm so happy that I get to help others not to have to feel that
1: way. Amen. And, you know, Stephen, the closest I can I can really come to understanding all of that, I mean, I've seen it so many years that I can almost feel it, but what makes me think about it is those times years ago when the kids first left home, the house seemed, you know, pretty empty. And the holidays just it made that that emptiness deeper it it made it more solid uh, because I mean our kids didn't abandon us or anything they came back for the holidays and they did all of those kind of things and then of course last year as many of you know and Stephen knows uh, that last holiday season was tough because Olga went home to be with the Lord and so uh, it's, it's now me and the cat, and that's not a lot of comfort. But um, I think that one of the things is we've always had an expectation of Christmas, and many of us have known over the years that never quite lived up to what our expectations were, right, to begin with. And then, even though that might be the case, I think in our memories we remember them much better than they were. And that only adds to the disappointment of the current season, right? Of course. Yeah. So, uh, and it's like I've told people, and Stephen, I think you could agree with this, that I don't think Christmas is ever as good as when you got your kids at home when they're little.
2: Yeah. Especially, yeah. Especially, because you're you're excited for them. Yes, you know? yes. Just, just to see what how they're going to react to everything.
1: Yeah. So now Steve and I can do that through our grandkids, right? There you go. Yep. You know, um, so especially the little ones, because really Christmas. Uh, you know, I mean, I've always loved Christmas uh, simply because. One, it's the birth of our Lord. Well, it's a celebration of the birth of our Lord. And the other thing being that when I was a kid, there was such an anticipation about Christmas. You know, opening the gifts, the holiday, the music, the feel Mm -hmm. outside. I pretty much grew up in Sacramento, and so Christmas was usually foggy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not not let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, right? Yeah, no. Uh, I experienced that.
1: Yeah, or, no, I, I did. I did occasionally. I mean, uh, when my mom and dad broke up, I moved from South Carolina and I went to Canada, right. to Alberta, and they know what they know it means snow. to let it snow. Yeah, they, they know snow. They just cry out, "Let it stop! Let it stop! <laughs> let it stop!" But right. uh, and cold, you you <laughs> you never experience cold until you're back east or up in Canada.
2: Canada. Oh, so a comparison. Not even close from where I'm dealing with what I dealt with with Canada. So um, glad you survived. <laughs> well,
1: you know, my mother told me that she was in Edmonton when it was fifty below zero. Last night at my house, it was fifty above zero. <laughs> That's a hundred degrees. Now I don't know when that was, but it was like in the, I guess probably the forties, because she was going to college in in uh, Edmonton. And I looked it up, and sure enough, Edmonton has reached 50 below several times. I can't even conceive. Oh. I know that when I was in Canada with my grandmother for uh, uh, six months or so, that I was uh, I experienced like 30 below, and let me tell you, that will frost you.
2: You know, zero is, is way too cold. Uh, so you I know can, what? I can't imagine anything past under that.
1: I live in the mountains and it got to be 7 degrees one day at our house for a week. It hasn't done that since and I am so grateful cuz my poor neighbor's pipes burst and they were elderly so guess who had to crawl under their house. I was so it was such a praise to see a valve that I could turn off <laughs> cuz I had my torch ready I was going to and I was so cold
2: quicker you can get it done the better everybody be off right
1: amen and so god god was really good <laughs> i got the water shut off and i told him when it warmed up we'd get it fixed and it was out to a horse trough so that they didn't lose anything you know but uh, at any rate what we're really talking about for the holidays is is that camaraderie and that family feeling you were going to say something Stephen? no this
2: yeah just getting back to that yeah and uh, we you know, we, we we try to let the guys know that we love them and mm. we really care about them and we we understand, you know, how they can feel at, at this time and we you know, we try to encourage them as much as we can, but this just, just hang on because, you know, it's not gonna be this way. If you do what you need to do, let the Lord lead you and how you should do how you, you know, deal with being on this program. This this is just a small in your life, and um, you can be tamed, you can recoup those things. Mm-hmm. You know, Lord, Lord willing, through Him, it can be recouped. Mm-hmm. And you can enjoy it again, because I surely did.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, and even
2: more so, actually.
1: Just so you know, <clears throat> when I was. Oh, we've only got one minute, so we'll take it up later, but I just wanted to tell you that when I was 17 years old, and I would go to my brother's house for Christmas and stuff. I may not have been out on the street, but I can guarantee you every holiday, even at 17, I was certainly loaded, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yes, sir. So, and I I would rather be by myself right now than be that guy again right. who's drunk and all those kind of things. So, we're out of time. Anything you'd like to say before we sign off, my brother?
2: Oh, this, um, Merry Christmas everybody. As, yeah. As, as it comes up. And, you know, and everybody's hustling and bustling, but you know, just keep the Lord, you know, frontmost in your mind.
1: Yep, and until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of His hand.
0: You've been listening to Voices from the Street the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you wanna know more about the work of the mission, log on to ugmsac.com, ugmsac.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.